JLB Mornings. The podcast. There it is. We're back with Laura Geddes. It's been a couple Welcome of back. Yay. No, Yay, me. No, Laura. Um, what did you guys talk about while I was gone? Oh, everything. Geo. Like what? What I miss? Politics. Yeah, yeah. Cars and broads, mostly, I think. <laughs> cars and broads. Broads yeah. and cars. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um, football. Saturdays for the boys. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. We yeah. Dadder dates. No. Um, we, uh, no, we, we, had, we had a couple of good blends. I, I mean, I'd have to pull it up for recall, but you know what? Anyone who's into the podcast, they've probably heard it or they can just go back themselves. We did yeah. do in, because I was covering for you with CTV stuff, we did a little bit of a like behind the scenes on, uh, on filming for TV mm-hmm. as far, and radio, and then also having a former friend as a boss. Well, not former friend, but like a, a friend turned boss. Yes. So we had that. Wow, combo. you talked about that? What yeah. did you say? Yeah, well, we still have a job, so he either didn't listen or everything was okay. <laughs> it was okay, casual. Cool. It was just about like yeah. the, the change and kind of how, how you had to operate and all that fun stuff. Yeah, well, for me, it's like I'm having a former boss as a boss. That's Today true. Was yeah, my yeah. Boss. It was yeah. 10 Our new boss ten, was my old boss like 10 a, years ago. Yeah. Crazy. 10 year gap. So, as we chat work stuff, um, for anyone who heard the tail end of the radio show, <laughs> yeah, this is going to wow. come up. Julie, well, because I just had an instance, I, I I ran and went pee before we started the podcast. Yes. Because we had just a small window. Laura has to prep and get ready for CTV. So Julie, who came in, who's, uh, what do you call it? Would you say it's like office slash admin stuff? If you need a new whiteboard, you talk to Julie. She is the glue to our, our existence. If you yes. need, She's uh, what makes yeah. things happen. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And then, uh, so she came in, and, and because backstage Ben's sister is a big shooter and working out of the station tomorrow. Yeah, watch your butts. <laughs> <laughs> so she was just coming in with the key card, but looked at me and was like, Ben? Uh oh. <laughs> Uh, no, not not Ben. I mean, we do. I mean, we are handsome fellows with some yeah, deep, deep eyes that tell lots of stories. But <laughs> not the case. So then I go in and I and I'm peeing and I could hear the door swing open. So there's only one urinal. They took one off the wall. I don't know cutbacks, but whatever the case is, there's only one urinal in there. So I'm in and then a tall fella comes in. He's like, "Hey, good morning." I'm like, "Oh, hey, how are you?" And he goes, "Good. How are you? I'm well. Thank you for asking." Well, I knew it was Gavin. I feel like he doesn't know who I am. He oh, is our general sales yes. manager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's a regional position. Julie works 15 feet from us. Yes, she does. Now, I'm... for some context, we are in a massive building with not a lot of people. Yeah. We are, it, 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 it's different than it was before COVID, but we also moved buildings during COVID. So yep. there's a lot, a lot of people that we did not officially ever really meet. Hmm. Yeah. And I also want to point out from the other end of the realm as somebody who joined this show which is kind of crazy to think almost three years now three yep. years ago mm-hmm. i joined mid-pandemic i can tell you out of the people who were back in the office i know like two names that's it and i'm like hi like i, I always say hello but I, i'm not going to say names because i really haven't met a lot of people and if i have it's been everybody at once so it's like i don't remember any of these names that's kind of the weird thing about coming back to the office post-pandemic we have one guy here named Roger, and I call him Raj, and I don't think he likes it. <laughs> no, Raj, he's okay. He's he, okay with he's that? Okay. so okay I mean, him it. and I get along superbly, but sometimes when I drop <laughs> Raj, I just feel like maybe maybe he's not maybe he's not a Raj. He's a Roger. <laughs> yeah. Well, there are some people I know, if you're going to be shortening down names, like when somebody calls you boss, apparently that actually, like, some people take that very flatteringly, and other people are, are like, don't call me boss, like. Yeah, Same I can name. see how it would be a little condescending if, if they don't know your name. Call your well, boss. for me, I remember one time we had people coming in and doing work on our house. I forget what 
trade it was, but they had been in our house multiple times, but I honestly just think they didn't know how to say Hinato's name. Uh-huh. So they kept saying, hey, boss, thanks, boss. Like, I heard boss like six times in the frame of, of a couple hours. I was like, okay, why don't you just ask him what his name is or just drop the boss every now and then. Right. You don't say it every time. That's true. A, a that's close true, second yeah. is either pal or buddy. Hey, bud. Yeah, hey, yeah. Um, I think that's condescending if you don't know the person. <sighs> I don't know if it's condescending. There's a lot. It's just about some people are just nervous. They feel that if they ask, they feel that it'll be insulting. Where in reality, it's it's just, it's a kind gesture, right? It's, it's, yeah. You're taking that extra step to, to ensure you know it. I have had this problem my whole life, including when we did some renos a couple of years ago, just leading into the pandemic. And Kyle, our electrician, um, on his shirt. It said Kyle and then the, the company he works for. But I have to pull up my, my text real quick. I think Oh, yeah. You. I forgot about it. I, for no less than, oh, geez, hold on. I, can, I have to find the name that I called him. Kyle Electrician. So if I go back. Uh, and the fact that he didn't correct me was just, it was a pill kicker. It's uh, it's hard sometimes. We even had this conversation on the air today with uh, with Laura saying El- Elvira instead of Elvira. I hate to just be like, ah, excuse me, actually, it's Elvira, you know? Yeah, but for me, I would be okay with you. I'm the type of person I'd rather you like stop and correct me because I feel worse saying it the wrong way a billion times. I'd okay. rather you just be like, hey, but... On the other end of the, the spectrum, people say my last name wrong all the time. People I've known for years. Right. I will not correct you. The longer it goes on, the worse I would feel about eventually correcting you. Got it. So there. I will, so go ahead. What happened? Uh, so Ted, so August 4th of 2020. Hey, Tyler, just wanted to see what your ETA is, ETA is today. After Tyler? Going. Yeah. From T- Kyle. Tyle. Yeah. yeah, Kyle to Tyler. Is it because of the... Is it because of the why? I don't know. Is that what messed Honestly, you up? I'm going to donate my brain to science. You can peel that sucker <laughs> apart when I'm dead. But yeah, multiple yeah. times. And then finally, after my wife goes, he just left. She's like, his name is Kyle. I'm like, what do you mean? She goes, it's on his shirt. His name, Kyle. It's been on his shirt every day he's arrived. So then I was like, hey, I'm such an idiot. Like, I called you Tyler 14 times. I apologize. Blah, blah, blah. I said, I'm adding $50 to your quote for being a moron. <laughs> no worries. Happens all the time. Like, it shouldn't. Your name is on your shirt. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. one of the few jobs where your name is on yeah. your shirt. <laughs> so here's the thing, though. I am very pro name tags in almost every party situation. I think even at weddings, give people a glitzy name tag. Mm-hmm. Can we get to that point? Because especially at those weddings where you place people with people you know they're not going to know, it's hard to remember names. And it's like you you might even really kick it off with that person. But there is a lot of shame in around, hey, what's your name again? Or wanting to say the name that you think is right. Like I have a whole thing with the beautiful Brazilian cyber cop. If we're talking to somebody that I, I think I know their name, but I forget them, I kind of give him a wink and he's like, I won't introduce them. I'll let him introduce himself so then I can get the name again. Yeah, you get the freebie. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, you have to have a system like that in place because it's not like, it's never meant disrespectfully, but a person's name, it it can go so wrong. You know, there are some people who would be very upset about somebody not knowing their name. Oh, sure. Yeah, it's true. Especially after a couple encounters. Like I- Like a a year working together. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm going to just as a joke, I'm going to put our names and pictures and put it on the door. Can we get little uh, fun, desk though. plates with it, our do names? Do a fun on joke. In front of us? Yeah. Do a fun joke. Yeah. 
I, because we're we're soon to have a new uh, morning show, the country station beside us. Oh, true. We know yeah. that we know that to be fact. Yeah. So that they'll there'll be some new bodies in here. We've got to put names up, like welcome. Yeah. Blankety yeah, blank. Yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah. Because otherwise, people are going to think that which one does Laura work for the country station? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Ex- thank you. Thank you. We're mm-hmm. there. Okay. Um, Good habit. It's. I know we're post Halloween, but the the chatter. I mean, you usually have it for a day or two post Halloween. Well. Does anybody have a Halloween party this weekend? It used to mm-hmm. be if Halloween was during the week, you'd get two weekends of Halloween parties. But oh, my yeah. friends, my friends had their Halloween party when I was I was out of town, so I couldn't. I didn't Halloween party this year, which bummed me out. They yeah. had theirs like mid October. I think, given the fact that it was on a Monday, it's the weekend before. And it's too far gone by the weekend after. You know? Is it? No. Yeah. yeah. I I I appreciate a good Wednesday Halloween because then you really can get after it. Either or. Yeah, I agree with that. Because like I told, and this is the thing, I didn't have the opportunity to be a complete hoe this year, and that disappoints me. <laughs> I like to be a man for one costume, which I nailed. I was backstage Ben, and really then I like to go yep. the hoe route. And I think it's fun. You can be a funny hoe. You could be whatever kind of hoe you want. Some years you want to be just be completely sexy. The other years you want to be something that's like all leg, but then the top's really funny. I like that. I like the irony of it. It's... The fact that you've got, have you run that, like the dual costumes for a long time? Has that been a thing for you? Uh, yeah, because normally my costumes are not appropriate for the workplace. So I have a work mm-hmm. costume yep. and then yep. a, and you know, and our job does let us get away with quite a bit. Um, I'm trying to think of like pre-pandemic. I went as Glow once. It wasn't like, oh, you know, fine. I've never... I've never had the confidence to wear a thong out in public, but trust me, if I did, I would. Like, I don't care at all. But uh, I just think some of them have been still a little too sexy for the work environment. Mm-hmm. So we went as Glow the one year. That was fun. But, like, wrestling outfits are pretty much a bathing suit. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I'm not going to wear that to work. Yeah. In, uh, the one year I also went, it was, like, my favorite costume. I'd wanted to do it for years, and I finally got the right amount of people to do it with me. We went as the cast of Bambi, but I was Bambi's dead mom. Oh, and a bullet yeah. hole in my head. Yeah. Come on. That one was a lot of special effects. Um, and you, you needed the whole crew for that one. So I think at work that year, I ended up being the Snapchat puking uh, smile emoji. That's what oh, I want. That's as. fun. That's yeah. Fun. I usually have two or three because there's always, like, there is a party, unless, you know, the every seven year cycle of having Halloween on a Friday or a Saturday. There is generally parties on the weekend, kid stuff on whatever day Halloween actually ends yep. on. Yep. Um, and then a work thing for whatever day, whether it's a Friday or Monday or mm-hmm. whatever. So generally, I have something, and we've done, the three of us have done a, a themed thing before mm-hmm. yeah we were karen's the one year we that were was karen's <laughs> yeah that was great so we do that i have that one i have the going out i hate just being you know drunk dad out on <laughs> on halloween night well no, it's a fun one. Yeah, you're not yeah. dressing yeah. up if you're that every day of the year yeah exactly yeah. exactly yeah that's not dressing up so I, I try to find something that's like halfway between I, it's usually just a pirate it's usually just something that i can do you know were you a pirate last night no, I was a psychedelic mushroom last night. <laughs> <laughs> okay, from drunk yeah. dad to high dad. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I see a pattern here. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> you are the things you like. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I should go as a donut and a nap. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, listen, I love a good group costume, though. I think it is really funny the more people you can get involved in it. But I think it's like there's so many options now. The amount of 
TikTok is such a strange thing because it made people it realize it, it showed generations of people that we all really love Shrek and uh, Despicable Me. I saw so many either Shrek or Minions and Gru yeah. costumes. Yeah, yeah, and they were all really funny. I. D- I, so that actually brings up a point, a conversation with my wife, because same thing. We sound like, wow, like knowing minions are so big. And then they, they sp- you see minions at Christmas. You see like all Easter place, all yeah. over. It's a whole mom. Like the, the moms that aren't wine moms are normally minion moms. Is uh, minions. So I know there is an age gap between the three of us. But in a way, we kind of grew up as air quotes Disney kids. Right. You yeah. mentioned Bambi, like Mickey, Minnie, that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My kids, they don't have that relationship with Disney. So the conversation came up of, well, should we save our money and try to go to Disney? And both kids were like, yeah, you know, we're all right. There's not enough active Disney stuff to draw them there. Well, they enjoy Disney plus the the streamer, but they don't have that. Where when I brought up, I think Minions came up like, oh, Minions, they're cute. They're funny. The movies have been good. I, I wonder. I just wonder if there's that gap continues now. If it you, does. It does for sure. My kids are the same way. They the no real super nope. deep ties to, to my OG Disney. Over so many birthdays and Christmases, my sister would get the kids um, like the official stuffies from the Disney store, like the official really good high quality Mickey, Minnie. Yeah. Uh, then like the Winnie the Pooh side too, where you had you had Winnie the Pooh, you had Eeyore, Piglet, all of these things, really cool. And they were like the first stuffies. To be donated when we did a big donation. Really? Thing. No ties whatsoever <laughs> to anything Mickey or Minnie or Winnie the Pooh or anything like that. It was like, wow, this is kind of weird. I'd be curious to see Laura with your niece Esper. Like, what? What's her thing going to be? Because you'll be buying Peppa gifts. Pig. Peppa. Peppa Pig, man. She Peppa, went as Peppa yeah, Pig yeah. for Halloween. It's adorable. It is adorable. Um, Paw Patrol's massive still, and will continue to be. Yeah. Yeah, but I can tell you, in the midst of the Disney Minions crossover. I can tell you that I am the generation that is stuck in between those two things because I will never forget this. It was one of the most embarrassing, and you guys have seen me do some pretty stupid stuff on the radio. <laughs> we were broadcasting from Disney. It is the go there, tell everybody how awesome it is, yep. have a good time, then give away a trip. We are interviewing a Disney character, and they're like, oh, who's your favorite character? And I'm like, oh, I love Minions. And like, oh, my coach just burst out laughing. Oh. And, and you know what? The characters are so quick. She like swept that around. So like, who's that? Like, I was like, oh. Uh. And you've never been invited back. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I mean. I feel like there are a generation of people that grew up with, what is me? Minions it's not Pixar because Disney. No, it's owns Illumination Pixar. is the is the company yeah. that does it. Yeah. So there's that group of people now. And then you have the Peppa Pigs, you have the who owns Shrek? Shrek is DreamWorks. Yeah. So you have that whole you have a bunch more children universes that have opened up since it's our true. days of Disney. And I also think that the Disney kids are a direct result of Disney adults. I think the kids that are yeah, super obsessed yeah. with Disney is because the parents are obsessed with Disney and they're like, I want to share this with you. Let's go give her. Yeah. Let's go see Mickey and Minnie and everybody. I think that we were true. Even uh, the older folk in this uh, little triad here were the the start of the breakaway from Disney when you had like the Don Bluth ones, you know, like um, uh, uh, the Land Before Time. That's the one. Oh, right, right, right. Land okay. Before Time, Rescuers, I think, might have been. Land really Before Time slaps. Maybe Very sad, but great. slaps. Yeah. All dogs go to heaven. Yeah, those <gasps> dogs too. Yeah. That's where you learn to cry. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Yep. I'll, so I'm doing a deep dive on the minions. It's actually uh, 
Sergio Pablos, who's a Spanish animator, he was the one. It was his idea to come up with Minions. It was originally called Evil Me. And, Instead of Despicable Me. Yeah, and then it got developed, and then Disney, uh, or sorry, um, Universal, they picked up the option on it, and then with Illumination yep. got together, and yeah, then yeah. boom, created this billion-dollar franchise. It's, it's wild to me. And there was, remember the meme this last time around when, what was it, The Rise of Gru? When all the kids were dressing up in like three-piece suits and going to the yep. theater, buying out all these tickets. What a wild yeah. time to be alive. Yeah. I've seen some <laughs> funny TikToks with people dressed up as minions and doing stuff. That, yeah. that, that brings yeah. me a lot of joy. It's funny. But listen, when the minions, the first minions movie came out, like the one that was just about minions. Right. I was, I don't know, like 23 or 24 at the time. I went to the theater to see it. I oh, went to yeah. a matinee. Like yep, with yep. no children. No, I know. I went yep. as an adult to see it. I was I was into it. That's allowed. That's allowed. Oh, yeah. I, I've got adult friends that they'll go to Disney with or without their 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 kids. Now you can joke and make judgment all you want, but given the heavy weight of the world and being an adult, when real life kind of slaps oh, you in the yeah. face, go escape. Because I'd only been to Disney once in grade seven, and that whole thing was magic to me. Yep. Uh, even at 13-ish, 14, For it was sure. just neat to see it all because it felt like you saw how they everything was so elaborate like a movie set oh, yeah. and you saw the depth of it. It's, it's hard to re-explain it in a way. Uh, but then taking my own kids and seeing that joy through their little, little eyes, you know, from like zero to eight and now they, they could, you know, there's nothing that- I'm at this age now where I'm trying to convince the kid. I want to go because of all the <laughs> Star Wars and Marvel stuff they yeah. have there now. Like Galaxy's Edge looks freaking incredible. I would love that. But again, the kids were a little too young to get really into Star Wars stuff. So I'm trying to reintroduce it, kind of slowly just nudge them back into that you sort go. of vibe. You want to go. I want to go, absolutely. As somebody who got to go for work at the opening of Galaxy's oh, Edge, man. you want to go. Yeah, I got I personally yelled at by a stormtrooper. It does not matter how old you are. You When you get there, you will be like, ah! I know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're like, you'll get that. It's so much fun. For me, like going to Disney World too, that was like our one family vacation we ever took. Like we man- managed to make it to Sports World in Cr- Kitchener a couple times while it was open too. But that was like our one big family trip we took. And it's funny that you say that you, you know, you want to see the look in your kid's eyes because as a kid who got taken to Disney, now as an adult, all I can think of is like, wow, I appreciate my parents so much for managing to wrangle up oh, yeah. and drive four kids to Florida in yeah. a broken down Ford Windstar. Two out of four of us got massively sick. We ended up leaving early, but like, I don't even remember the trip that much. I'm just like, I just remember my dad, he had this like giant porcelain piggy bank. It yeah. was like a couple feet off the ground and he would put all of his spare change in that for years. Oh, like, I just awesome. remember that part of it. Yeah. That's what I remember more than the trip now. I'm yep. like, oh. Well, you know what? The memories worked. So hard. Right? The memories worked. It's yes. as long as you have a few, you know, synapses that fire and bring yeah, back yeah, the recall. Sure. As yeah. an adult, Epcot Center, you want to drink around the world. That's what I remember. <laughs> yeah, I definitely <laughs> want to do that. Now that yeah. is magical. Yeah. Ooh. Go, go do some Germans. I had ski my shots. first Caprinha before I even met the Brazilian boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> it was meant to be. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it's a literal Disney story. <laughs> Oh, this just in. Toronto named Canada's rattiest city. One official says the rat population isn't slowing down. In fact, multiplying very quickly. Oh, that doesn't surprise me. You know what's not good, though? It's like I feel like those rats are going to move down the 401 eventually. Well, so many of them exist in the subways. So, given the fact that there are no subway systems west of Toronto, uh, that might help a lot. I have never. I, I'm not somebody who sees a lot of rats, aside from when I lived in Toronto. You just, while you're waiting for the subway to come, 
Just look down. There are going to be rats in the system. So, and, and I'd heard, and there's a shocker message. Why not put cats? Because do you want a cat problem? You want a feral cat problem? Oh, no. It's like one don't. doesn't solve the other. No. It's, un- it's unfortunate. You could trap it and go that route, but ugh. Ugh. Talk about magical moments in childhood. Yep. I will tell you a feral cat problem. My sister decided to start collecting barn cats, and it what? would be April. It would be mating season. I would be trying to sleep at night, and you would just hear, like, because these cats would be getting it on. It was scarring. <laughs> no like, you kidding. do not want to fix any problem with cats. Oh, and I like yeah. my friend's cats. I would actually get a cat. I would get a cat. I like cats. But not feral cats. They're too wild. And feral cats are killing all the birds. Don't forget, we have a massive bird population issue because everybody just lets their cats outside all willy-nilly and then they eat all of the birds. So maybe the birds could get the rats if the cats weren't getting the birds. I I just, uh, an idea popped up. I think we can create a Crave because Crave is always looking for new content and original TV shows. It can be yeah. Laura Goes Home. So on the weekends, you can go shoot a TV show at Geddes Farms with all the wild and crazy to. adventures. You I'd have love to do more TV. an interesting life. life. <laughs> no, it's interesting. You, it's, it's interesting. Because, you know, from the small farm to the big city to a boyfriend that born on the other side of the planet, like, girlfriend, mm-hmm. you got yourself, you don't need a book because reading can get boring. You need a TV show. Okay. Can you pitch it? <laughs> We should. We I'll could, show up. We could do a one page. We got a guy that made movies. He'll know how to get that heck yeah sorted out. Why not one page it? Listen, you guys do whatever. I'm just telling you, I will show up, but you guys have to do the work. We've had shit's cream. What about shit's farm? Yeah, <laughs> shit stink. What <laughs> <laughs> just about the the shitty farm since the house is falling apart? Maybe. Oh, yeah. we can. Yeah, we can do like a dream makeover. We can finally get that all. Like, there's so many ideas here. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of layers. And there's you, a lot of layers. Yeah, people who listen to the show have come to love and know you. It's There's nothing greater than a voyeuristic uh, look. That's that's why reality TV has taken off. Wait, what kind of show are we doing here? No, no, no. Yeah, we want to be voyeuristic yeah. about Well, I, reality This isn't shows. Farmer's Daughter, oh, okay? okay? <laughs> well, on that note, <laughs> uh, we'll keep working on the script behind the scenes because we know reality TV. There's very little uh, real about it. Yeah. Uh, yeah but we're, yeah, we're excited. We got oh, some options. Oh, I would be a good reality TV person. I would just have, so here's my issue, though. I would not know if I wanted to be the villain or like the hero. Do I want to be Chriselle or do I want to be Christine? I feel like you could be both when required. Yeah, true. More you fun could, to be the villain. I think. Yeah, oh, yeah, it is. Yeah. But it's more fun to be the villain. But I feel like it's least it's less true to who I am. That's yeah. Because I could, true, 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 I true. can be a villain when necessary. However, I it's not. It's almost never necessary for me to be like. I'm pretty much a gentle giant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you. So you have a conscience. That's one thing villains lack. Because they'll do something with zero concern on the impact, effect, the emotional state that will play in the person or people they've affected. Yeah. Like they just don't yes. care. You unfortunately have that. You care. That's well, I'm also, sadly. I've noticed I'm a very <laughs> hyper aware of the situations around me. Like if you Google it, there's like, oh, you're disassociating. I don't give it a sh- what it's called <laughs> I notice I notice what is happening around me quite often and like the atmosphere of the room like are these people vibing with these people so I feel like if I was recording a reality TV show if I noticed it was getting a little boring I'd have to amp up the ante like I'd, I'd, I'd have to mm-hmm. throw a glass or something because I, I couldn't just watch my own reality TV show tank no but see that's the thing being the good person and still having a snap show moment that's good TV watching it's unpredictable. Unpredictable. Get his farms. On Crave. Like, we, man, we have so many mm-hmm. options. 
I can't wait to develop this. As long as I can get an executive producer position, Benny. Yeah. Exactly. We just want to be the idea people. Want. And yep. can I get one of those I would cool... really like to redo like another Simple Life, actually. That's what I would like to do. All right. Simple Life raised me, and it really is kind of my identity as a human. Like, I love glam, and I also enjoy farming. I'll, I'll admit it. Give a right. shot to Donald Geddes right now. I've just admitted it. I do enjoy farming, but I used to put on makeup to go feed the sheep, you know? Like, we got to lean into that aspect. You we do like a farming reality. On the sheep. <laughs> we Benny I and I like could learn to make clothes. Like all, yeah. there's so many things, layers, layers, layers. Yeah, here. definitely. Mm-hmm. I like it. Let's, Let's get brainstorming. Why not? Really beef up our LinkedIn. <laughs> Radio, <laughs> TV would be multimedia. Yeah, moguls oh, and yeah. training. Yeah. Moguls I believe they call that a triple threat. Oh wait, what's the third one though? Well, there's Sing three of us. It's yeah. just three of us. Yeah. <laughs> That's enough of a threat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that being said, uh, well, you've got to jump over and do TV. CTV is calling your name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, thanks this for... threat is leaving the building. <laughs> Feel check, unthreatened now. Check out the podcast again. You've got that talkback button. You can hit it, throw something our way. We'll uh, gladly uh, include it in the potty and equally a part of the show. Be well, much love, and we will chat soon. JLB Mornings. Weekdays 6 till 10 on Virgin Radio. And on demand anytime on the iHeartRadio app. And for more on the show, visit virginradio.ca.